Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Junk Gossip Studios here in New York City. The weather is perfect and I had some leftover adult lemonade. And when I say leftover, I mean I kept drinking it and I had at least a pitcher and a half left. So that is what I'm going to be drinking while we go through this gossip today. Um, it, it's not as hard um, cutting edge or anything like yesterday's. Um, we're going to start talking about making Kelly. Um, you know, I just don't like her. I really don't. Um, when she, when she went after Donald Trump and asked the hard questions, I applauded her because she was one of the very few co-hosts that would do that. Or, not co-hosts, one of the very few hosts of Fox News that would do that. Um, but just generally speaking, I don't, I didn't really care for her. Um, you know, I know there are people that do, and, and that's great, but I'm not one of them. So, um, she's just not my cup of adult lemonade. Um, so, basically, um, and I believe that this was on Blind Gossip, but I, I, I didn't dig back through to check. It just popped into my mind. Um, back in her Fox News days, she, her contract was up. And she was negotiating, and she told them it was either Bill O'Reilly or her. Well, Bill O'Reilly was still their top-rated host at the time. Um, so they got they went with him, and she left. And within a few months, he was out, and she would have probably inherited his time slot had she stayed. But we all make our choices, and you know. Um, she had signed a contract with NBC for like $20 million a year. That was supposed to launch a daytime talk show and um, a weekly primetime news magazine. Now, that would have made it well worth it for NBC. Because news magazines are stupid cheap to put together. Um, I was looking into doing like a, a drunk, not necessarily drunk gossip, but just like a drunk news type thing um, with a team of reporters. And, I mean, we could put it together for fairly cheap each episode. So, with the resources that NBC Universal has, I'm sure we didn't cost them all that much. Plus, they have people on contract and whatever. Um, and the talk show... The reason why talk shows replace soaps is because they're cheaper to produce. I mean, the biggest expenses would be the talent. So... It, like, it all made financial sense. Plus, Bing Kelly is a built-in brand. Um, and NBC had been accused of being um, far too liberal. So, having a Fox News host on their airwaves would have been the perfect way to combat this. Well, that didn't quite happen. Because right away, um, Megan Kelly started making demands like, I'm not going to do hard news, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. And things fell apart. Her news magazine got off to an okay rating start because of her well-publicized um, interview with Putin last summer. But then the ratings fell very, very, very quickly. Um, she was garnering less than a point five rating. And I, I'm trying to remember, um, I'd have to look at the data again, but I believe she had less than 3 million viewers, which might be a hit for Fox News. But for a major network like NBC, not so good. 
So then her her daytime show started and it bombed. It bombed harder than I just chugged this lemonade. Like uh, I probably get more hits from from you beloved listeners than she had viewers. And it started taking its hold, dra- started dragging down um the fourth hour of today was Hoda and Kathy. Kathy Lee, I should say. Um, and Kathy Lee was pissed. And you do not want Kathy Lee to be pissed. I mean, that woman can be dangerous. Um, so now NBC is looking to shuffle things around. Um, reportedly, they're going to switch um, Hoda and Kathy Lee's hour with Megan Kelly today. Just to see if... if they can kind of start to stymie um, the ratings decline and kind of save both shows. The plus side for Hoda is now she can do her duties all at once and not have an hour um, gap in between. Um, as for Megan Kelly, if, if if a new contract is signed, I would bet a lot of money that... Um, She's going to have to take a massive pay cut because she's just not worth it. I'll be right back. Okay. I had it down like three or four glasses um, of my adult lemonade because this next story just... Oh. Oi. No. Um, I... Oi. Okay, let me try to get through this without any more oys. I don't know if I can do it. I really don't. I might need to drink some more, so I try not to drink while I'm, I'm recording because I don't like how it sounds, and I think um, it, it's inappropriate. But it, if I have to, I have to, and I apologize. Um, yesterday, Donald Trump impersonator and Emmy winner Alec Baldwin thought it would be funny to tell Howard Stern that if he ran against Donald Trump in 2020, he would absolutely win. Let me just repeat that. Alec Baldwin thinks he would win. Now, you all know how I feel about Donald Trump. I've not made this a secret. But I'm just imagining the election where Donald freaking Trump is the experienced politician. Oh, heart palpitations. What the hell? No, this is not funny. We are the laughing stock of the world right now. I have this idea for um, an alternative history series where Hillary Clinton actually won... The 2016 election. Oh, please, Jesus. Uh, um, and Queen Elizabeth dies. R.I.P. Queen. And, and basically, um, King Charles um, uncovers documents that say that America's still his and he takes it over. If, if we elect another stupid fucking celebrity... That's what's going to happen. That is what's going to happen. Alec Baldwin does not need to be joking about this. We need to... Okay. 
this is why I can't be a real on-air reporter, because I say the F-bomb on CNN, and I'm, I'm fired. Um, I am not Anderson Cooper. I cannot keep my cool. Um, all right, so let's, let, let's, but let's be real here. Alec Baldwin does not need to be running. He called, I mean, it, he called his daughter, Ireland, a filthy pig, it, which is only slightly better than Trump's creepy, I want to fuck my daughter stance. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the 2020 elections. Um, I'm trying not to engage in speculation around those because I don't think it's right. Um, I think it's too soon. No one has actually announced that they're interested in running. No one's started their primary campaign yet. Um, the one thing I will say is I hope Hillary does not run. I love her. I think she would have been a fabulous president. Um, we would be in much better shape than we are right now if if she had won. But her time has passed. I think we need a, a new, um, a new, um, group of leaders coming up. Um, you, there are a couple I'm keeping my eye on that I'm, I'm okay with, you know, some people are calling for Bernie to run again. I can see it. I, I don't, I'm not mad at them. But again, I'm kind of of the mindset right now where we don't need, we don't need to keep going back to the past. We need to look forward to the new crop of, of leaders. And that crop of leaders should not be celebrities. You know, I think Oprah was right. If if a celebrity wants to run for office, they need to start as a senator, as a governor. But I don't think that they should start right at the top. You know, um, there's one rumor that was going around New York City that Cynthia Nixon actually has her eye in running in 2020, and that's why she's running for governor now. No, Cynthia, please don't. And Alec Baldwin, you get back to hosting Match Game, and you just stop this nonsense right now. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. I'm semi-calm. Um, <laughs> the, the last segment just really, um, yeah. Um, you know how it is. Sometimes you just really feel like Wow, man, like, it really, some things just really get under your skin. Um, <clears throat> speaking of things that get under your skin, let's talk about Joy Behar. Um, I love her. I know some people don't, especially conservative people. Um, they, they alternate between her and Obama being the Antichrist. And I, I really don't know why she gets their wrath so much. Um, you know, I know she's made some some off-color jokes. Um, but for the most part, I mean, she's... She's fairly well-educated. She's well-reasoned. Um, and when she says she doesn't like Trump, 
she actually backs up what she says. Maybe that's why they don't like her. And maybe it's a growing, not a growing number, but maybe it's because um, Trump supporters are very vocal. Um, But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about um, her little accident that she had. Um, She was on her way to some sort of event on Saturday and she wanted to eat something. And so she grabbed an avocado and was trying to open it and ended up stabbing herself in the hand. Um, So she went to the hospital um, where she stayed overnight and was given an um, anti-bacterial drip to avoid any kind of an infection and she had to miss work on Monday. Um, and when she, so when she came back today, she today being um, Tuesday, June something or another. Um, if you're if you're looking at me for the date, then I don't know what to tell you. It's June twelfth. <laughs> so. She she um told told her co-host in the audience what happened. Her co-host gave her a safety glove and a avocado slicer, and she said that from now on she's just going to um eat pre-made guacamole. Which I mean, girl, why aren't you doing that anyways? You are rich. Even I don't slice my own avocados, and I'm poor. I'm like the definition of poor. Um, but it's a real thing, and a lot of people are hospitalized from from cutting themselves um, when they're trying to open up an avocado or a, even a bagel. Um, so everyone here at Drunk Gossip is really, really, really happy that she's on the mend. Um, and... You know, just be careful. Like, people wonder why I only buy things that are pre-made. I don't want to open my own damn avocado. I want my bagels pre-sliced. That's why I only go to the deli. You know, there there are just some things that are worth paying a little extra for, so I don't hurt myself. You know, I'm I'm one of the few that doesn't um, not one of the few. I'm I'm one of the ones that can't afford medical insurance right now so you know paying paying a little extra for my bagel and cream cheese from the bodega on the corner is well worth it you know it's either that or I I slice my hand open and have to go to the hospital and pay five six seven hundred dollars I'd rather not do that um so, Joy, you can afford it, honey. Buy the pre-made stuff. Enjoy yourself. I mean, you're not leaving television anytime soon, so... I really don't see why... You were worried about that in the first place. You know, and you have a driver. Have the, have the driver stop somewhere for you, girl. Like, if I had a driver, I would be like, oh, driver... I need you to take me down the two feet to the McDonald's because I'm hungry. Take me across the street because I need some more booze. You know, that, that's just what it is. I will be right back. 
Okay, I am back, and, you know, I was just, oh gosh, um, so, that little mini tantrum fit, whatever you want to call it, that I had in the segment about Alec Baldwin, is nothing compared to what Lisa Lampanelli did at one of her uh, recent shows. Um, for those of you who don't know, Lisa Lampanelli is... Uh, a comic. Um, a lot of people call her an insult comic, which I guess I kind of get. I just never personally thought of her that way. Um, she she was heavier and then lost a, a ton of weight. And I, I forgot what sitcom I was watching, but she made a guest appearance. And she was just totally unrecognizable. Um, anyway, so at her recent show, there was a heckler. And he offered her $100 to shut the fuck up. And she took the money, crumpled it up, and threw it at him. Brava. Shiro. Then, after the guy left, she kept ranting at her audience, telling them that they needed to shut up and whatever. And that's where it kind of... It kind of got messy for me. Like, I understand, like, get rid of the heckler, that's what you do. Like, you know, you you engage, whatever. But ultimately, your goal is to make them disappear. You don't want to deal with that. Totally get it. But, I... Once he's gone, like, you make a joke about it. And whatever, but you don't keep... Egging it on, I don't think. Um, when I went to see Kathy Griffin uh, live, um, she like she had us cracking up, whatever. And there was a drunk girl, and she got that drunk girl out. And she said that happens at every show, so the team is always more than prepared to um, make sure that everyone else's night goes off without a hitch. That's a professional thing to do. You know, we you know she made a one or two um, one-liners about it, and then we segued right back into whatever um, story she was telling. I think it was something about the Kardashians. Um, on the other hand, Lisa Lampanelli just swearing and screaming at her audience, telling them that she didn't need need them this far in her life and doesn't need them going forward. Guess what, sister? You do need them. You need your fans. They're the ones who pay to see your shows. They're how you keep getting gigs. You know, I mean, one could argue, okay, well, she's she's not really that famous and whatever. And that's true. But she's not going to keep getting the guest starring spots and whatnot if she treats her fans like this because the fans won't watch. You know, it is... It's, it's, uh, I mean, first of all, I just haven't found her funny since she lost all the weight. It was, like, all of, all of the funny stuff was, was in the, the extra weight that she had. And then once she lost it, she, she forgot how to be funny. Um, I tried to watch one of her specials on Hulu, and it was just so cringeworthy. I turned it off and turned on Amy Schumer's. Because I just couldn't, um, you know, 
there has to be a line. Like, I... As someone who is sort of kind of in the public eye, who works in the entertainment industry, um, I engage people, but I also stop when I think it's too much. And maybe that's what she needs to do. Maybe, or maybe she needs to take a break. Maybe she needs to go take a vacation, you know, work, work a regular job like the rest of us, just to see which life she would prefer. Because if you want to continue to be a celebrity, if you want to continue to um, be a comedian, you kind of have to deal with, with stuff like this, and you can't call your audience morons. You know, once or twice they might laugh a little, but when you're having a meltdown, it's not funny. And it's not funny that my glass is empty, so I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I'm back. And I, um, this is going to be our blind item. I was trying to find a way to do this story. Um, and thankfully our friend at Blind Gossip helped us. Um, so the story is called Fast Food Storyline. Um, check it out on blindgossip.com. It says, one of the reasons you love blind items is because you want to know who's faking it, right? Who has fake breasts? Who's, who's in a fake relationship for publicity? Who is faking a feud for a storyline? People aren't the only ones faking it, you know? You know who else fakes it? Companies. This food-related company is pretending to change their name. They actually are not. It's just a publicity stunt, and it's working, too. Who knew a food storyline could make people flip out so easily? So, this is clearly about IHOP changing their name to IHOB. Um, me and Mandy had a long conversation about this last night, where I, um, I had said I thought this was just a publicity stunt. Um, and Mandy made some really well-reasoned arguments. Um, mainly, why go through all of this? Um, just for publicity. Um, my... My response to her was and continues to be it, it, they're they're launching a new line and they want people to get come in and actually try it. The thing about IHOP, you know, one of my exes took me there for um for, um, for date night and whatever, but it's not it, it's not a place where you typically think of as being very romantic. Um you can take your family there for um, breakfast, but it's it, it doesn't really have that feel to it either. It's kind of like Denny's. Um, for those of you don't, that don't know, I'm not sure if Denny's is just a Midwest thing or not. Um, Denny's is like, it, it's a chain restaurant, but unlike Applebee's or TGI Friday's, it seems to cater mostly to drunk people. And that's kind of what IHOP does. Or or did, I should say. Um, you know, you're when you're stumbling out of the bar and you're hungry, you want breakfast. And then, ta-da! There's an IHOP. Um, here in New York City, um, you know, we, we just order a seamless. Right, Mandy? 
or you know we go to one of those local diners but um again I'm, I'm speaking as someone who comes from the midwest so i know these things like you know when you stumble out of the bar you tell your uber to take you to ihop or um or denny's or somewhere like that so what i'm guessing that they want to do is say hey we're not just a house of pancakes anymore we are we now also have burgers and whatever so, I mean, good luck to them. I hope that they have a very successful product launch because I want everyone to succeed. You know, wishing people failure is just mean and it doesn't, it doesn't make your success any better because someone else failed. Let's be real here. Also, I want to meet whoever runs Wendy's uh, social media because they are awesome and... I want to work with them. Um, people were asking them questions like, oh, you know, how are you letting... You're going to let IHOP sell burgers on your block, whatever, you're supposed to be the OG. And they're just like, we're not really afraid of the company that thought making pancakes was too hard. Brilliant! Um, I really wish I had the blog so I could share these with you guys because I just love them so much. Um... In fact, when I do launch the blog, that is going to be a special section. Um, we're just going to call it Wendy's Corner, where their sassy little social media people get their due. Because, oh my god, they are terrific, and I love them. <sighs> Someone needs to make a sitcom called Shit Wendy Says. Because it's fabulous. Um, I'm just, like, I'm... It makes me happy when when the companies let their social media just be a little on the sassy side and, um, you know, show a little personality. You know, most of the time it's all, oh, we're sorry you had that experience. Please direct message us and give us your phone number, blah, 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 blah. But these people are like, no, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some personality. And I'm going to go get me some IHOP. I'll talk to you guys later. Cheers.